today. Kamala Harris has another intense exchange on the border. Jeffrey Tubin is back on CNN, and it's as awkward as you would think it would be. And Rashida Tlaib says freedom of speech doesn't exist for Muslim women in Congress. It's a doozy this Friday, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. Happy Friday. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Today, joined by, once again, we have got, of course, the Turning Point, a Young Women's Leadership Summit in town, which means I get to be surrounded by my people. So we've got Graham Allen. And I identify as a woman today. I like how you did that. So surrounded by my people for the young women's thing. Here's Graham. Graham. Yes. There he is, yeah. Who, okay, but Turning Point, right? So yes. many people know you okay. from Turning Point. If anyone also, understands women. You also, host, you also host Dear America. Yes, yes uh, I do. The Dear America podcast. Mm-hmm. So happy to have you yep. back in town, your old stomping grounds. Yep. Uh, also, we've got Alex Clark, who is the host of Poplitics, and she you've been on the show, it was a couple years One ago. One time, though. yeah, it's SASS. Yes, so it's really good to have you in studio finally. Thank and you. on her maiden voyage on the show, we have Isabel Brown, who is the host of Freedom Seeds, Thank also you, a turning Thank point you. contributor. Um, no pressure, just don't screw up. Uh, yeah. We'll have some fun. Very, very... <laughs> Yes. It's funny. Um, I'll never invite you again. I, well, I was I uh, yesterday I was talking to Aaron and Morgan and I said um, we almost have enough estrogen in the room that we are get close to as much estrogen as in Brian Salter's body. Yes. But with Graham here today, we don't we don't come close. Yeah, we don't come close. Well, Thanks a lot. It's, still, it's real really close. Thanks but, a lot. I, I am a le- this is America in 2021. And if I want to be a woman, I can be. So you remember that. That's Just fair. For, as we go forward with this with this interview here. That's fair. That's okay. fair. And and by the way, I want to talk to you about your uh, your congressional run before yes, before we end the but show. But I do so not identify as a woman. For so. <laughs> let's, let's do that. Okay. Good news. Uh, all right. So let's get to the headlines of the day. So uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, we have covered on the show her just just this constant fumbling mm-hmm. when yeah. it comes to her handling the border. She is, of course, the border czar, uh, which you wouldn't know because I know, it's like everyone can be a czar. What is that word? I want to be a czar of something. Can I be the czar of pink? Yeah, I, yeah. I want to be the makeup czar. Yeah, can I just do that. Um, but uh, so she is, of course, the border czar, but has not actually yet visited the border. I don't know why she would visit the border. There's just a giant crisis going on right now. Nor Europe. She's never yeah. been to Europe. Important to know. Yeah. Yeah. She has so never been to so Europe as well. Um, so, also, in fact, not Europe. <laughs> so she, uh, you know, she's been grilled on this over and over and over. And here comes another one, this time with Univision. Uh, she was talking to uh, the Univision reporter, uh, Calderon, and she was asked about the border and when she will visit. And uh, it got a little bit testy in there. Watch. ¿Cómo le responde usted a él? I said I'm going to go to the border. And I, when are you going to the border, the Vice President? The administration has asked. I'm not finished. <laughs> I've said I'm going to the border. And also, if we are going to deal with the problems at the border, we have to deal with the problems that cause people to go to the border, to flee to the border. And that is the root causes. So my first trip as Vice President of the United States was to go, in terms of a foreign trip, to Guatemala, to be on the ground there, to address and to and to be informed of the root causes. Why are the people of Guatemala leaving? 
How is the Vice President of the United States of America so bad at this? She, she's the worst. She's the worst person I've ever seen, ever in the history. <laughs> of, negative one time has someone sucked as bad as she does. So she's the Vice President of the United States, and her first idea to deal with the crisis at the border is to go to another country to figure out what the problems are in another country. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. first priority as the vice president of the United States should be to deal with the crisis of the border that is at our border. Mm. Then you can figure out why why people are leaving their crap countries to come here in the first place, but you have to secure it here. Mm. This is damage control, 100%. They are going to another country to plead with them, please don't come here anymore, because you're making us look really, really, really bad right now. And we want to love everyone and take unicorns and kitties and all kinds (laughs) of stuff, but you're making us look bad because now you're proving Trump right. You're proving all the conservatives right that we can't continue this route. And the irony of the vice president going over our southern border to talk about the southern border is just, it is this administration, 100%. Uh, very incredible. Alex, what are your thoughts? Yeah, well, I just think, you know, it's never been more obvious that she's literally vice president because she's a person of color and she's a woman. That is it. Mm-hmm. She clearly has no idea how to do her job and she just needs to say, I'm not going, guys. I'm yeah. not going. Just right. just say it. Right. Like, why does she keep playing this game? Just say you're not going and explain why. Yeah. She obviously doesn't, they're terrified of, you know, showing her amongst all the chaos. They don't want that image out mm-hmm. to the American people, but we know it. We know it. It's just what's sad is that there are so many people that are so unplugged from politics that they just see their nice tweets about saying things, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, their social justice warrior tweets, and they just think this is the best president and vice president we've ever had, the best administration, and they're actually doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? It is a good point because you could even say, if you're Kamala, I'm thinking you would say, Guys, it's 2021. I can get all my work done from right here. Why? Like, I, I'm working on yeah, it. She Why should do I zoom really... the border. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're zooming everywhere else. Tim took just... a camera down to the border and I saw it yeah. from from my office. Yeah, I mean, you would think that she could come up with something better than just. Uh, excuse me. I'm not finished. That Isabel. totally reminded me of the moment in the presidential debates where she said, I'm not done. Don't let me, don't interrupt right, me. Yeah. I'm not done talking. Let yeah. me finish. Yeah. As if there was some sort of patriarchal, Mike toxic masculinity thing yeah. happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's crazy is in this interview, she wasn't even being interrupted. She, it was almost <laughs> as if she was gathering her thoughts to continue figuring out how to deceive the American people and lie to the American people about what her priorities are and why she's not going. And honestly, this trip to Guatemala, what a slap in the face to every single American who's being directly affected by this surge in illegal immigration. Violent crime has risen in every city across the United States. Kids, minors who are unaccompanied at the border are being shipped on commercial flights all over the country to be dropped off in a sanctuary city never to be heard from again. Children are being sex trafficked across the border. We're seeing rape, abuse, abandonment. None of this is acceptable, particularly from the vice president, but especially from someone who's supposed to be the czar of everything that's happening at the border. Yeah. Can we also give a bravo to other countries' news outlets for actually combating them in the first place? They pretty much are saying, hey, you suck and we know it. Mm -hmm. Why do you suck so bad? Explain to us us how you could possibly be this bad at your job because there's no way that you're doing it the right way. (laughs) It was interesting because when she got to Guatemala, I'm sure you guys saw the signs that were posted. Fake president, get out of here. (laughs) They hate Yeah, yeah. Trump won. (laughs) Trump won. Yeah, Trump won. But when I I was like, wait, hold on. Why are they saying this? But then I was like, duh. You know, I had a light bulb moment. 
Well, this is encouraging criminal activity in all of their countries, too. You've Absolutely. got all the coyotes and like, you know, you mentioned all the sex trafficking. Uh, they also see that because they're, oh, I don't know, they have half a brain. Um, so it's really interesting to see you have the, the president and the vice president who they did run on not open borders, but pretty darn close to it. Uh, and they are where they are now. They got elevated to that position. But when it comes down to it, all of the talking points that they gave, all of the we're not going to build the wall anymore. Oh, wait a second. Actually, we are going to continue construction in some areas. Yeah. And, you know, all of this, tr the Trump rhetoric, rhetoric was xenophobic. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden you have Kamala Harris up there saying, don't, don't come. come. I'm like, yeah. that sounds very Trumpy to me. Yeah. How do they get away with that? Hunter Biden can say the N-word, and it's yeah. okay. That's all I know to yeah. say. Like, like well, there, there it is. Yeah. Look, it's exactly. really scary because reality is being rewritten right before our eyes, and history is being rewritten. How many times were every single conservative in America called a racist or xenophobic or a white supremacist Where's our when we talked about this? Or yeah. they impeached the president of the United States for being such a racist xenophobe, not wanting people to come to our country. And now people are being mandatorily following this Biden administration across all social media platforms. All they see are these warm and fuzzy tweets. Oh, we never said that. Actually, what we're saying is don't come here. We can't accept you. We're going to try to help you in your own country. That is all a blatant lie right in front of our faces. And I think we're not paying attention enough to the reality that things have flip-flopped so significantly since January 20th and that inauguration. That's the question we need to be asking. Yeah. yeah. So real quick on, on this topic before we move on, Alex, I, um, I keep hearing Kamala and Nancy Pelosi and others talk about the, the route. We have to get to the root cause of this. We have to get to the root cause of this. And they keep citing climate change. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what? Well, what's the better, who is, what's, you know, a better thing to blame it on than an imaginary? Yeah. <laughs> they, they use climate change, I think for, it's climate change or Donald Trump is their excuse for literally everything, everything well, they do. can't use the virus do. anymore. Right. They can't use the virus anymore, so now they're back, back to climate change. Yeah. Right. We've it's got 10 incredible. years left now since AOC said 12, so now we've got 10. And this Kanye West. <laughs> buckle down. Yeah, buckle down, people. <laughs> this Kanye West let me finish thing that she does, yeah. you know, yeah. it's clearly something that she's been coached by her mm -hmm. team. Hey, when you don't know the answer to something and you need time, it looks weak as a woman to say, um, let me think about that. You know, I think they tell her to say, let me finish, because that looks mean and strong. And, you or know, even just to laugh. Yeah. Laugh or laugh. It's like, uh, it's like the snap thing she does all the time. Let me finish. It's so <laughs> unlikable. I really wonder what her likability rates are yeah. and her ratings are. I, I can't imagine that they're high. Oh, no. Well, well, look well at, look the, the polls will got. say that the she's, polls will lie. That's right. she's the greatest we'll never know the truth. But, ever. Yeah. But when they had the opportunity to elect her as president, she got nothing. nothing. No one Correct. wanted her. As Even president. people in her own district, her own area, didn't show up in the, that gymnasium or whatever, wherever she was. She was yeah. campaigning. To be clear, no one showed up for anyone except for Trump. AOC. Yeah. Oh yeah. For the Bernie rallies, that's it. Right. The, 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 Joe Biden, nobody showed up for. Kamala Harris, nobody showed up for. Elizabeth Warren, nobody. The only person that was able to pull anyone there was AOC, who is the most dangerous person Correct. in mm -hmm. politics, mm -hmm. by the way, mm -hmm. and Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. yes, yes, exactly. So while I have, I want to take advantage of the fact that I have two females, very strong sorry, powerhouse <laughs> females. At the, I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, wow. uh, at wow. the table. Well, because Alex, you brought up a great point that, you know, maybe she's being coached mm -hmm. to say, uh, well, well, hold on, I'm not finished. Do you think that that's a misstep? Because I often, I 
I'll just go. The, the viewers of the show know this. I don't love the idea of a I think a woman president would have to be the right woman, because I think as women, we are very much emotional. We are a little overreactive. Um, I won't say the adjective that my producer just said in my ear uh, <laughs> as to what women are sometimes. So do you think that it's a misstep for a woman in that uh, position to, you know, to take that? Uh, oh, I'm not finished. Uh, excuse me. Don't interrupt me. Is, is that a misstep at all? I think it is. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. You go. Well, I just, I, I think we do, we are by nature more emotional. And right. people say, why would you say that? That's so sexist. You know, that's a terrible thing to say. It, it's like, well, it's the truth. Right. right. Biologically, we are so different. And Isabel, I call her a cute scientist. <laughs> she, Isabel, you know, has her degree in all this stuff. So she can speak more on this. But we are totally different yeah. Yeah. from men and how we think and how we, you know, respond to things and deal with, you know, pressure and stress. And that's just the facts. Mm-hmm. And right. so it, we would, you know, a female president does have to really think about how she's coming across as opposed to a man and right now it's not working for her yeah well and importantly that that difference is not a bad thing we're here for the young women's leadership summit in dallas and we're telling all of these young women feel proud of who you are as a biological woman you Mm -hmm. were created to be different from men that doesn't mean you're unequal to men but equality does not mean everything has to be the same about who you are and what your identity is of course we can have a female president in the united states i think everyone at this table would love to see that with the white the right woman Uh, in that office in particular, but that doesn't mean that you have to adopt masculine traits or somehow get rid of your femininity to do that. And I think that's the coaching that our vice president is likely getting right now, that you have to be tough. You have to be stoic. You can't give up any of your emotions. You can't feel sympathetic to what's happening at the border or feel sad for these children who are being abused and abandoned at our border every day. You cannot let the public into that because that's when you're going to look weak. Wrong. That is so wrong. That actually shows a symbol of strength and your ability to empathize with humanity and really create a stronger solution. Yeah. Last word to the patriarchy. As the, uh, <laughs> as the, uh, the representative of the men uh, at the table, <laughs> I, I just want to say uh, I have no problems with the right person being right. president. Yeah. I don't think that we should look at it as in, oh, we got to get a female in mm-hmm. office right. or, oh, right. we got to get a minority female in office or a minority male in office. We need to just focus on getting the right person in mm-hmm. office. And, and and so many people are caught up in identity politics, which is all this is. And now you have two complete dumpster fires on camera, <laughs> which is Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Just absolute, just, just train wrecks across the board. And other countries know it and are laughing at us because of it. Every time she talks, I think of that hyena from Lion King, Ed. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> you know, he was like crazy. That's what I think of. I know, it is. It, it's, it's a compulsion that she just she can't help but just yeah. the, the cackle and it that's just her like um, that, like, like her, or, or, or her um her uh, or, or like or something yeah it's her filler word it is, is to laugh like a crazy person <laughs> it is for sure maybe that's because she is a crazy that's what she does person. before she murders all her husbands anyway <laughs> <laughs> Okay. On that note, we've got more to come, including uh, Jeffrey Tubin's very awkward return to CNN. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Bonner Wine. Uh, so down in Argentina, they have these vineyards up at 9,000 feet. So they make like world-class 90, well, 90 point wine. This one got 91 points from wine enthusiasts. Um, but it is really, really good. Now, 
uh, I think, I don't know about you, Graham, but I think the ladies here at the table will love to hear that they also, these wines in particular, are also, um, I can say, healthy wines because they have less sugar, Ooh. they have less uh, additives, less chemicals. So, for those of you who are like, I just need to, I need to eat healthier, I need to like be more healthy, you can actually have your wine and just be like, I'm doing it for the health, okay? <laughs> uh, really, they taste great. You can pair them with a nice medium rare steak, but only medium rare. We accept no other ways of cooking your steak. Uh, right now, the, the guys over at Cowgirl Wine 2021 just got another special shipment of these wines in. We actually had to stop doing these reads because they keep flying off the shelves, but they're back. So don't sleep on this. You will get 50% off the wine, 50% off of the shipping. You don't need a promo code. Just go to cowgirlwine2021.com. That is cowgirlwine2021.com. Jeffrey Tubin made his, uh, I would say, triumphant return to CNN, but I would call it a little bit less than triumphant. He is, of course, the uh, longtime CNN legal analyst and former New Yorker staff writer who was caught masturbating on camera on a Zoom call. This was a work Zoom call in October. Um, he was like, I-, I genuinely did not think that I was still on the call. Um, and it happened and he lost his New Yorker gig and of course took like a very long months of absence from CNN Um, but he has returned because I guess enough time has passed that they figured it would be less awkward to bring him back I don't think that that was the case here is uh, Jeffrey Tubin returning to CNN watch to quote Jay Leno what the hell were you thinking? Well, obviously, uh, I wasn't thinking very well or very much, and um, it was something that was inexplicable to me. I think one point, I, I wouldn't exactly say in my defense, because nothing is really in my defense, I didn't think I was on the call. I didn't think other people could see me. You so, thought that you had turned off your camera? Correct. I thought that I had turned off the Zoom call. Now, that's not a defense. This was deeply moronic and in defensible but I mean that that is part of that that is part of the story um, and you know I have spent the seven subsequent months miserable months in my life I can certainly confess <laughs> um, trying to be a better person well he did he had seven oh. long months with a lot of time on his That's hands I don't want to know what he did <laughs> Tubin was Tubin. Tubin for seven months. Don't want to know. Okay, so they have many multiple male anchors. Why make the female do this? Why make that's the female what I said? That was so the first thing I thought of. Because no dude would be able to like keep a straight face. They're like, come on, man. But that's the vibe come they should have gone with. Why? Why is it like a very serious interview? It should have been funny. Yes. They should have made yeah. fun of him. He should have yes. made fun of himself. I, I feel like the vibe was off. Yeah. Like roast him. It just felt so uncomfortable. Well, do you How skip do you the part for actually saying masturbating, like well, yeah. on live national TV? Just uh, the word. No, they just gloss over yeah. that. They don't want you to focus on that. Instead that it's inexplicable that you were doing that's, that? That makes no sense yeah, to me. That's what I didn't get either. I, I was like, why, why use that term 
and why not? And then, and then he says, not, well, nothing is, I, not in my defense, because I, nothing about this I can defend. It's like, why not just say, like, I messed up. I, right. I, I like, gotta, I people gotta, have urges. We and talked I, about this before. I, I got to, unfortunately, I got to take the side of him on this one a little bit oh, here. I really? did, hold on. Let me finish. He didn't know. He didn't know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> We've all, the whole he world has know. used Zoom for over if, a year. If he legit, Honestly, tell me, you don't know that you're not, on Zoom. I'm just saying, if he legit didn't know, How did like, thought know? the camera was off, hey, I've opened my laptop Uh-oh, before. we don't want to know. Days oh, later, no. days <laughs> later, and the green dot is still on that's because terrifying. Skype is that's still up FBI or whatever. Agent. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. So all, <laughs> look, I am not condoning masturbating on Zoom calls, okay, at all. But I'm just saying, if the guy legitimately didn't know, yeah. do you destroy his whole life no. and fire him to where he can't pay his bills for his family and stuff? I don't know. That to me, it, it's just. Uh. I, I don't. I don't disagree with you, but I do think, to Alex's point, it's like no. But let's just lean into it a yeah. little bit and have oh, fun with oh. it and stop acting like you know you don't have. It's not a natural thing that. All men are going to do. You just I hate accidentally to break it to you, ladies, but uh, it does happen. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, all I'm saying is oh, no. that if the guy legitimately didn't, I am anti-cancel culture. Okay, right, just just right, in yeah, general, right. yes. and I believe people make mistakes. Now, if he had legitimately, obviously, the call is still going on, and people are talking, and he's like winking at people on the thing. <laughs> he was winking, we're, we're, just not with his eyes. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, that would be a different thing. This guy, poor soul. I mean, you know, yeah. the, the the pure humiliation alone. There's nothing pure about it. Okay, you know there's well, a huge right. double standard. If this would have been, let, let's just imagine Thank Tucker you. Carlson yes. or yeah. Pete Hegseth or yeah. some, some Fox anchor or somebody did this, CNN would be like, how can they rehire this person, put them back on the air? You know, he, how about the women in the workplace? They would feel so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. They would not They would never let it go. CNN would never let it go if this happened to someone with Fox. I agree. But let's flip it another way. What if it had been a woman? That's true too. Do you think? Do you think they would have made as big a deal, or do you think the feminists would have come out and well, been like, the Fox "She the didn't Fox know"? Fox were way hotter than the CNN people. Well, think about Rachel true. Maddow. Oh no, we don't want to think about Rachel Maddow. Absolutely not. We're not Everyone even going there. Agree. No. I demand a reset of <laughs> this the is, argument. This is how we bring America together: is that no one on the left or the right wants to see no. Rachel, Rachel Maddow, Maddow flicking it. Nobody. What? Oh, <laughs> I'm just asking the question, if it had been a woman, do you think that the same outrage would have happened? As the, as the I mean, only I man at the table... I think it's a fair criticism to give either a man or a woman. Look, I've lived on Zoom for the last year and a half of mm-hmm. our lives. I think most people have. I did universities classes on Zoom. People in high school are on Zoom all day, every day. I fundamentally do not understand how it would be possible for you to not realize you're still on a Zoom call. Yeah. To me, that seems like the missing link in this story, yeah, well, and that's what we're not is, asking. Nobody's so Isabel's saying either he's, he's that stupid he, or he's lying. So that did it on stupid. Purpose. Or he has no other defense. As he said, it's indefensible. And he actually made that dumb of a decision that there's no other explanation of, I didn't know Zoom was still Agree. on. Agree. And he should, you know, go on a massive apology spree and, you know, do a book tour about my big mistake or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, how Tubin became a bad thing. I don't know. Either way. <laughs> but the point, my, all I'm saying is if it was legitimately an accident, do you ruin the guy's entire life? I, okay, that's I, I what think, I'm saying. I think we would all agree. I don't want to speak for you guys. That. I think yeah. we would all agree. No, I just wish that the same standard would be held 
for other people. Yeah. If Kamala Harris on a Zoom call had been caught, feminists everywhere would be like, of course she did. Why why wouldn't she? But when it comes to like sexual harassment or sex crimes, you know, there's always this double standard. Just forget like left and the right. There's always a double standard between men and women. If you think about like females that prey on, you know, high school students like teachers, they get caught in the situations always like, oh man, I wish my teacher was like that. You know, it's never, it's never like, oh my gosh, disgusting. But if it's a male teacher with a female student, it's always like pedophile. You know, it's always different. Yeah, that is it a great is. That's point. Really, one of my favorite country songs is about the rules in a bar. It says, rule number seven says, don't touch the women, but they can touch whatever they want to. <laughs> like, 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 yeah, it is yeah. this societal, you know, difference. Like, women can get drunk and they can, you know, touch and grab right. whatever they want, but men are, men can't do the same thing. Again, and it's not defending masturbating on a Zoom call <laughs> at all. I'm not, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying that if he legitimately, as long as he wasn't saying, you know, one of the people's names while while he was whatever he was doing <laughs> i just don't think you ruined the guy's whole life well we it. agree I, with I, that yeah. we don't yeah. support yeah. cancel yeah. culture yeah. No, 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 no and importantly we all believe in redemption so if you make mm-hmm. a mistake apologize for it and mm-hmm. move forward don't do cringy uncomfortable mm-hmm. interviews about it on national yeah. television let's just move on yeah uh, yeah he says i was just itching a scratch oh, <laughs> i was having a seizure <laughs> On that note, uh, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So uh, if you guys have not yet tried Built Bar, I'm receiving all of these pictures of all of your shipments coming in, and I'm loving seeing them. I personally just got my birthday cake bars in, and they are every bit as good as I thought they would be. These are protein bars. They're all covered in either 100% chocolate or white chocolate. And uh, they've got a ton of different flavors. They're low in calories, low in carbs, high in protein and fiber. And you feel like you're cheating on your diet. You feel like you're eating a candy bar, but you're not expanding your waistline. You've got to go try it. You can go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code NEWS15 to save 15% on your first order. It is BuiltBar. That is B-U-I-L-T Bar.com. Promo code NEWS15. Radical Democrat Representative Rashida Tlaib declared yesterday to her 1.4 million Twitter followers that uh, freedom of speech doesn't exist for Muslim women in Congress. This is, of course, after the back and forth with uh, Ilan Omar, uh, who basically compared, you know, she listed uh, uh, unspeakable atrocities and said the United States, Hamas, Israel, the Taliban, uh, they've all committed unspeakable atrocities, which is um, just a little bit insulting to uh, multiple different uh, (laughs) groups there. But uh, she, of course, got a little bit of critiquing from a uh, part of a Jewish group Mm -hmm. in Congress who said, hey, we would really like it if you guys would clarify this, uh, if if you, Ilan Amar, would clarify this. And um, apparently that was too much for the squad to handle. Way too much. AOC came out in defense of her. Uh, and now we have Rashida Tlaib, who said on her Twitter, freedom of speech doesn't exist for Muslim women in Congress. The benefit of the doubt doesn't exist for Muslim women in Congress. House Democratic leadership should be ashamed of its relentless, exclusive tone policing of Congress women of color. Um, it's just really bizarre to me because I feel like a, a Muslim woman of color, since that's how she wants to categorize herself, um, who is a congresswoman who is tweeting on Twitter um, definitely has freedom of speech. Am I what? What am I? What am I missing I think here? You can take out 
Muslim woman of color or Muslim women and put conservatives in there mm. and we feel yeah. exactly the same yeah, way except that it would be she true. Does. Yeah, where's the fact check on this? Twitter? Yeah, Twitter? Where is where the fact is it? check? It's Jack? amazing how Joe Biden gets elected and the fact check goes away for all these people, you know. <laughs> not, they were not, so diligent. Now where are they? But yeah. the, the fact she's tweeting from a 1.4 million follower account is look words they're the very party that says words have consequences mm -hmm. words mean something but the second that we hold them accountable for the very ignorant and just dumb they're, they're stupid stupid comments that they make uh now all of a sudden we're attacking women and more specifically we're attacking women of color and this yeah. is shut up nobody no one cares that you're a woman of color nobody cares about any of that we care that you said something really dumb that's yeah. what we care about yeah. yeah you can say stupid things and be a woman of color and and this they hate America. I don't yeah, know what else really to do. say. They, they hate know. America. I can't even count the times this particular group of people, the squad, has said speech is violence. All yes. these words are literal violence. You're ruining people's lives. You're putting lives in danger because of the things that you say online. And then she has the audacity to say that we don't give people the benefit of the doubt. How is there any doubt to what Congresswoman Ilhan Omar said? Yeah. She said verbatim, the United States and Israel are equivalent to terrorist organizations responsible for the deaths of thousands of people all around the world. There's no doubt in what she said or what that statement is. But the second you say, hang on a moment, let's really dig into that. And what do you mean by that? All of a sudden, speech is violence again, but not what she said. Do, do, at what point, especially Ilhan Omar, uh, Rashid Tlaib is bad enough. At what point do we look at Omar and say, it is blatantly obvious that you are not an ally to America. Right. Because everything she does is in defense of her people mm -hmm. that are not, not Americans. American, that are not Americans. What, at what point do we say, you know, shouldn't that be like a, uh, like an eligibility requirement to be in Congress? Like, shouldn't your allegiance be to America first? Well, isn't Congress supposed to be for the people? It's yeah. the people of America, yeah. not the people of Hamas it's, that we're supposed yeah, to be nobody, supporting. Here. Nobody in America care. I'm sorry, real Americans don't care about that. You, if you're a congresswoman or a congressman or a senator or a vice president or a president or a mayor, a governor, or whatever you should care about here first. So is that why is that why you are running? Absolutely, Congress? absolutely. That's why I'm running for Congress because we, the people, are the government's boss, mm -hmm. not the other way around. And we have a government. We have a president that can't differentiate between we, the people, and the government. We have a government, elected representatives, morons in Congress that say stuff like this that put America last, and they think they know what is best for the American people. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, that's why I'm running for uh, Congress. You can go to Graham Allen S. <laughs> .com and donate to the campaign right now. We would greatly appreciate it because the establishment doesn't want non-politicians peeking under uh, the hood of all the corrupt things that are going on right now. So, and, and you're running against Tom Rice. Impeachment voter, Tom Rice. Yep. yep. Impeachment, mm -hmm. so. A lot of Graham. people call him fried rice. <laughs> if you get elected, can we expect a really good like uh, uh, sound off between you and Ilhan Omar? Oh. And can we expect some Daily. juicy stuff like that? Daily. Oh, good. I intend on, I intend on having, I, I already have a care package of alcohol going to Speaker Pelosi <laughs> um, with a copy of the Constitution saying, looking 
forward to going over this with you. I know you need your medicine first. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, no, the, the, I, I'm not going to D.C. to make friends. I, I'm going to protect the friends that I do have here. Yeah. Uh, because you can't have friends in D.C. That's just the way it is. Uh, the best advice I got, I won't say who it was, but they told me, they said, take all the friends you have right now, and the second you announce, those are the only friends you have. Mm. Everybody else, no matter how nice they are to you, no matter how what, you can't trust anybody because the system is broken. Mm. And we're never going to fix the system until we overflow DC with different people to change how we do things. And so that's why that's why we're going there to, to give the power back to the people. Tom Rice didn't just vote to impeach the president. He forgot his place. I believe that uh, elected officials give up certain rights, very much like the military. Mm -hmm. In the military, you give up certain rights. You're not allowed to do this, and you're not allowed to do that because you wear our country's uniform. Well, when you take on the mantle of a representative or a senator or a vice president or a president, you give up the, well, this is what I think we should do. Yeah. No, 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 <laughs> that's not how that works. Nobody gives a crap what you think we should do. You're supposed to be the voice mm -hmm. of that's what, your, in your district, your 750,000 people you represent, that is your job, mm. to represent what they think and what they feel and what they want to be done in the country. And until we go back to that point, until we get people in Congress that realize they're actually not in charge of anything, mm. they actually are subordinates to the people, nothing's ever going to change. And so that's why we're going. So, how do you, so, you know, you, you say that and I think of, um, of Joe Manchin and how it's a little bit scary that like basically uh, the entire whether or not the country crumbles seems to just rest on Joe, Manson, Joe Manchin's shoulders because he seems to be doing that so far. Um, but who knows? Once he caves to the Democrat Party and instead of, you know, listening to his constituents in West Virginia, if he goes and says, oh, yeah, OK, we, well, we can nuke the filibuster. Well, we can do this. Well, we can do that. It feels like really it can come down to people like what you said who remember and recognize that it, you are really serving the people of your district, mm -hmm. not the Democrat Party Correct. and their talking points. So yeah. it's supposed to represent the states. I mean, yeah. that, that's the point. The states are supposed to have their own mm -hmm. thing. And, and you send people, representative from the states mm -hmm. to Congress to speak right. for your state and your district. And we've forgotten that. Yeah, it's just gotten to be a football game. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Uh, all right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Startmail. So, uh, you know, you, you may think you have a free email service if you have Gmail, if you have Yahoo, uh, but they're not actually really free because you're paying with your privacy. So, uh, you know, it's not just them, but all the big tech giants, they bank on exploiting your data. They're selling it to the highest bidder. Uh, so Google has your business plans, your medical records. Uh, Yahoo can sell them to drug companies companies. So you don't want that. You got to use Startmail. Startmail will keep your email private. Every email can be encrypted, even if the recipient doesn't use encryption, which is big. It's huge. So you might think, well, I can't use Startmail. If the recipient isn't using Startmail, then it's not going to be encrypted and it's not going to be private. No, it's all going to stay encrypted. And when you delete an email, it is gone forever. By the way, they uh, use their own servers. So they're not going to have a, a parlor thing happen where Amazon just yanks them off of the servers. They've already got that covered. It's very seamless to switch. You can easily transfer all of your current email data. They are back from some of the most stringent privacy laws in the world. You have got to start now with Startmail. You can go to startmail.com slash why. You can sign up today and get 50% off of your first year only at startmail.com slash why. That is S-T-A-R-T mail.com slash why.
the CDC's uh, COVID-19 Vaccine Advisory Committee is going to attend an emergency meeting next week to discuss higher-than-expected reports of heart inflammation in young males who received their second dose of both the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. Uh, this, uh, okay, so I just want to say how they're purporting it is now these are very, very, they're very rare. They have not been directly linked to the vaccines, but close enough correlation that they're having an emergency meeting. So I think that might be downplaying it just a little bit. Uh, The agency says that it has received 275 preliminary reports of heart inflammation. This is known as myocarditis and uh, pericarditis among 16 to 24-year-olds. Over 12 million people within that age group have been fully vaccinated. Um, Again, you know, I I was reading another thing on this that said, well, there's not, it's really not a big deal. It usually resolves on its own. It's to- they should be totally fine, but it's like, well, I mean, you guys are having an emergency meeting, so I don't think it's that uh, like small of a thing to be happening. Um, what, what, where do y'all stand on this? I don't care how many free Krispy Kremes I get, <laughs> you know, the iced coffees, whatever other junk they're giving out for free. You could not pay me to, to get this vaccine. I mean, that's how I feel. Yeah. Um, I think I'm not. I'm not an anti-vaxer. I don't have a problem problem in a few years, possibly maybe getting it. If COVID is still really a thing and affecting mm-hmm. people, maybe. I mean, I've already had it and I did just fine. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I really need to get it. Um, but if I wanted to, maybe after some more research, the thing is we just haven't had time. Right. We haven't had time to see how this is going to react with people's bodies. Right. That's my issue. And also with as being a, a woman, a young woman who has not had kids yet, I am terrified of this affecting my fertility. And we just do not know enough yet. No matter what they say, we don't know enough. Mm-hmm. And, st- and yet still, you've got employers who are trying to mandate it quit for quit. yeah for their for oh, their employees let me tell you about this so i have two friends that work in the medical field they both uh work for iu health in indiana that's where i'm from and they are being told that the i guess iu health there in indiana is debating on whether or not making employees get mandatory vaccinations my two friends are prepared to quit they both went to school you know what i mean they put mm-hmm. so much time and effort they love serving people in the medical field but they said i will not be doing this yeah. Yeah. and so they are prepared to take a stand it is going to come to this point for all of us as conservatives um, or just you don't even have to be a conservative to say I don't want the vaccine. Right. But we are all going to be faced at a point in our life where we're going to have to decide, am I going to walk away from this job because they are going against my values and principles that I hold near and dear? Or am I prepared to censor myself and kind of sell out to to keep this job? We're all going to have to face that. I face that. I was in pop radio for seven years before I hosted my show, Politics with Turning Point USA. And it came to the point where I said, "Okay, if I want to keep moving forward in pop radio, I'm going to have to stop sharing my conservative views on air or I'm going to have to quit. I chose to quit. Yeah. Um, and so now I'm hosting a show covering pop culture from a conservative perspective. I have the best of both worlds. But we all are going to come to that fork in the road in our careers, I think. Well, that's so important, Alex, because you hit the nail right on the head that this is not a political issue. This is a common mm-hmm. sense issue, right? And I think we've all rushed in the media and in culture to say that anyone even questioning, should I get this? Should I wait a little bit longer? Is just a horrible anti-vaxxer who doesn't care about their own health, their children's health, the health of their community around them. I'm an educated biomedical scientist. I'm incredible 
incredibly pro-vaccinations. I've seen what they've done for the world. This vaccine has not had enough time to play out yet. And this very week, we've seen how many studies come out related to COVID-19 that completely shattered the narrative that we've seen for the last several months. Hydroxychloroquine, turns out it works. It has a 200% higher survival rate for people who are on ventilators with COVID-19. Where's my apology? We heard about this. We heard that masks actually, yeah, they didn't work this whole time. Sorry, but they're still mandatory in many places. Love the shirt, Graham, by the way. Good plug for 912 merchandise. And now we're hearing with this vaccine that if you've already had COVID and now you've gotten the vaccine, you're twice as likely to develop severe symptoms, including death or myocarditis or pericarditis or any of these other very, very serious problems that could endanger your life. This is a question that needs to be played out. And to make this mandatory, particularly for people 18 to 29 who literally have a 0.00003 chance of dying from COVID-19 to go back to school, to go to their jobs, to pursue their dreams and create their own American dream is absurd. It is not following science. All these kids are asking us, what do I do when I go back to school next semester? They're requiring vaccine. I say, drop out. Drop out. Literally drop out. Find another school. Or half of these kids that are enrolled in college, I'm sorry to say it, you don't need a college degree right. uh, for mm-hmm. so many things. I mean, it just depends on your industry, but a lot of things you actually do not need a college degree. Yeah. I, I would also encourage them too to check. I mean, it varies from state to state, but there are a lot of colleges who they say it is required. And while it is, you can also obtain an exemption from the state's health department's website. Um, and it's very, very easy, but mm-hmm. they don't they don't tell you that part. Right. Of it, wow. right? They just it's say mandatory, it's, right, but it's, it's not mandatory. mandatory. Right. Yeah. It's mandatory. It's required. But then when you go and you do some digging, you can opt out for reasons of conscience sometimes. You can opt out for religious reasons and oftentimes it's just a form that you fill out and you go get notarized and you turn it in and say, I'm not I'm not going to do this. But again, they don't tell you that part of it. It's interesting to me though because, you know... I- I would argue there's never a reason to force someone to get vaccinated because that is a medical procedure. And, you know, I mean, if you really want to talk about the ultimate my body, my choice, mm-hmm. it literally is your body and your choice, not a body inside you. Yes. But, but, you know, this one, it feels like it's jumped the shark in this regard because at least back then they were talking about vaccines that did have FDA approval. Right. Now, I don't personally trust the FDA, so that doesn't yeah. matter to me, but at least they had that uh, security step, right? This one is not even FDA approved yet, and yet they're still pushing it on people. I'm not anti, uh, I am pro vaccine. Right. Okay. Polio, that was a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Smallpox, that was a vaccine. There's a reason that they don't call it the flu vaccine. It's a flu shot. This is a shot, mm. period. We don't know if this is a vaccine. And honestly, everything that I'm seeing is proving the exact opposite. This isn't a vaccine. This is a shot on a uh, SARS variant is mm-hmm. what we're talking about. Uh, in the military, we were forced to get the flu shot every year. Got the flu every, every single <laughs> wow. freaking year. The day I get out of the military, I have not gotten the flu shot since. Never had the flu. Really? Since. Oh, that's yes, weird. I am anti-shot. You yeah. know, well, look at this cruise ship this week too. Yeah. A completely yeah. vaccinated and cruise test, ship. Yeah, test COVID-19. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This is not a vaccine. It's not. It's not any. Uh, any real scientist or doctor or anything, they can't in good conscience actually call this a vaccine because it's not eradicating anything. Right. Yeah. Period. You know, well, we're still having COVID-19 spikes and breakouts and all this stuff. No, people are finally just realizing that this is just this is just another thing that we're going to have to deal with. Uh, it did come from China. 
by the way. Um, and China should be held accountable. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I had COVID. You had COVID. Me yeah. and you talked. I had COVID bad. He was yeah. really like, bad. Like, I legitimately like, thought yeah. for a brief moment, I was like, man, this is going to take me this out. I lost 20 <laughs> pounds in 10 days. Jeez, like, man. I was sick. Like, but you know what it was? It was a really bad flu. And you know what's crazy is that, so, you know, Graham had that experience. When I had it, it didn't feel like I had anything. Yeah. 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 I was a little tired. Yeah. That yeah. was it. Yeah. It affects everybody different. So yeah, yeah, exactly. From person to person. So, so I am, I am pro-vaccination for sure. This is not a vaccine. That's we, a really we, good point. That's we a don't have a vaccine right now. We have a shot. All right. Uh, we got to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. All right, don't forget where you can find all of these lovely people. Well, first of all, you can find them at the Turning Point Young Women's Leadership Summit, which is going on this weekend uh, here in Dallas at the Gaylord. But uh, also, Isabel Brown, Freedom Seeds is the name of her podcast. You can find it wherever you get your podcast. It is uh, powered by Turning Point USA. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, and Alex Clark host of Poplitics, which you can also find wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and On Instagram mainly. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes. It's, it's a very visual show. Yes, at Poplitics on Instagram. So we have people who um, who listen to the audio show. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys don't know what you're missing. It's the best. When you're you not watch. watching the video, you miss the video clips. You miss the faces that we're making. <laughs> you miss all of it. So is, do, you, do you prefer that all they watch All across social media. Really, it's up to the viewer and their preference. But generally, we build our shows out at Turning Point USA to be audiovisual, so that is a very important component. Perfect, perfect. So Freedom Seeds, Poplitics, uh, this guy over here. I'm is running just... for Congress, so <laughs> please donate to our campaign at GrahamAllenSC.com. Uh, that's it. And, right and we'll tell them where they can get that. Awesome oh, if you shirt. want the Freedom shirt, you can go to 912united.com right now. Yeah, so, um, and by the way, thank you for running. Because yeah, we need, we need you. a lot yeah. of good people. Uh, cheering you we'll on. So thank you. We'll yes, we are rooting for you here at Blaze TV. Uh, all right, thanks guys for joining me. Thank you. And we'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.